0: Hi and welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is the first in our brand new Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, A Fistful of Glass. If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you went over to patreon.com forward slash radio and consider throwing us a couple of dollars.
1: So little
0: to
2: prove there was on a
0: if you'd like to help in a non-monetary way a rating review on itunes stitcher or your podcast review site of choice would be fantastic and you can also get a hold of us on twitter at SwordnutRadio by email swordnutradio at gmail.com or on our facebook page we would love to hear what you think what we did right what we did wrong if we've inspired you Or if we've acted as a horrendous cautionary tale to keep your group on track. Next week we're going to go back to having Twitter polls to name the episodes. But for this first one, please enjoy your campaign, written and run by Dave.
2: A fistful of glass.
3: Welcome to Sona Radio, I am Dave and I am your DM tonight. I am with the regular crew. Starting on my left.
1: Hi, I'm Adam, I'm playing Gonk, Kobold, Rogue. Hi, I'm Paul, I'm playing Tab,
0: Fishsticks, Quillwell, a human wizard.
2: Hi, I'm Biddy, I'm playing Rick Mar, who is an ac- <laughs> <laughs> um fighter specialising in the bow. I'm Kate, and I'm playing Aubrey Spitz, and there's a fly in my fucking drink. Uh- <laughs> And I'm playing a uh, dark elf storm herald because I'm
1: an edge lord.
3: <sighs> we are starting a new campaign in my custom setting of Northdomum, and I expect it all to go to shit. But that's pretty
2: I much par for the
3: course for us. So wherever I want to, we go. are going to it, not you. For the benefit of our listening audience, Katie is making a face at me.
2: That's my normal face. <laughs> I can't.
1: Thank God.
3: <laughs> 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 it is the year's 1207 imperial standard 1200 years since the many races fled to novdom the lands of the many races are riven by war and strife while famine and disease stalk the poor and displaced never before even at the height of the war of light have so many nations been closer to all-out war the elvish children of the Light to the north stir against the rising power and unity of the hobgoblin Chulunbold hordes to the northeast. To the east the human Lindisian Republic, while at peace, seethes with animosities and feuds begun in the War of the Eight Marshals. To the south Yuan-Ti Empire of Shotsu, having lost their traditional homeland to the nomadic Chulunbold and much of their southern terry to the grand rebellion of the half-orc king Gunogra. Have awoken from their stupor and, and infighting and have reorganized what is left of their empire into a military machine. Meanwhile, the dragon born Sithruk supremacy smell blood in the water and fight continual wars against their neighboring enemies, the Gunograns, for territory and resources. On the high seas, many Kazi of the Dark Elves revert to their corsair ways, safe in the knowledge they need not fear from the great Pasha and the Council of Emirs, who will be reluctant to alienate potential allies should war come to the shores of their nations. Even the most peaceful of nations, the Dwarven Kingdoms and the Druidic Ulintilor, prepare for war and gaze uneasily at their neighbors. Despite all this, for the past three years, uneasy peace has reigned throughout the many lands, but all know it cannot last. You all have seen the first-hand horror of war, and your experiences in the most recent round of border wars fought on the southern continent have left you weary of conflict. As a group, you decided to leave both soldiering and the warlike nation of Sithruk and seek your fortunes in the dwarvish kingdom of Gulchim. But upon your arrival, you found it overflowing with refugees also seeking new life away from the fighting. After some months of seeking peaceful employment and running low on both glass and prospects, you resolved to earn your living with the only marketable skill you have, and for which there is still demand, soldiering, or at least mercenary work. With trade routes becoming ever more dangerous and civil authority becoming ever more tenuous, competent men and women-at-arms have never been in higher demand. As your story begins, you have been working as an honorable company for a couple of years and have gained a reasonable reputation as competent and trustworthy, working for whatever jobs your factor Littenhundevel has found for you. Your latest run is almost over as... You cover the last few miles, escorting a small caravan of three wagons back to the border city of Skogskatan in the kingdom of Gul-Hjem.
0: So, Who's our factor?
3: Litten Hundjevel.
0: Litten
2: Little
0: devil hound.
3: Shit, yes. No, she devil. As we discussed. Oh, ooh, two weeks ago, you guys are jumping straight in, so you are guarding the caravan of a small merchant, um, whose name is Bob Beneville, and you are heading through a wooded uh, road, through the East Marches, which is a fairly lawless area, formerly part of the territory of the Lindesian Republic, towards the border town in the kingdom of Guilhem. How are you guys guarding the caravan? What's your formation? What's your plan? How do you guys operate? What kind of wagon is it? So it's three very long, large, heavy, slow, oxen drawn, covered wagons. Each wagon will have two drivers, um, probably uh, two sets of oxen. Um, There might be a couple of um, intrinsic guards. That just work for uh, Bob, but you aren't their lightweights. They're security guards. You guys are the muscle.
1: Gonk would be fulfilling his role as. Oh no, you're the scout. You fly. Mm.
3: It is a wooded area. The the woods are reasonably dense. Yeah. Uh, particularly as you as you approach the board
1: no, I, I was going to say Gonk would be fulfilling his role in scouting ahead, but I think we'd in, uh, in this particular scenario Gonk would definitely be fulfilling that role. Yeah. Uh, so, Gonk will be um, basically skimming through the trees, uh, probably like you know a few hundred yards ahead, mm-hmm. watching for anything untoward, and ready to report back if he spots anything.
3: Birdman?
2: If there is a highest point on these uh, trucks, <coughs> so if like, the the roof of these things is, is strong enough to support a person's weight...
3: Probably. Pro- um, I mean, let's say... Maybe where the crates come up. Yeah, I'm so sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so that works.
2: Highest point on top of one of these things, kind of just knees kind of like hunched <laughs> up <laughs> in the pooping <laughs> position. <laughs> yeah, cross-legged like that owl that went internet famous. It was beautiful. <laughs> I have no idea whether I can or not. Think. I, I am sharpening. Take care of that. The end of the blade. <laughs> the end of the blade. That's
3: useful. That's, that's good to know. Okay, I'll, I'll make a note uh, of
2: that. I am near the... I'm right next to the wagon.
3: Okay, where is your wagon and what did you name your it's horse? Dragon. Dragon.
2: It's dragon.
3: It's dragging. Where?
2: Down the road.
3: Three merchant wagons. Yeah. It's your wagon in front, behind, in the middle.
2: I don't I don't like being given this much responsibility. I feel like that's up to the group.
0: I feel like we're being paid so we're taking up the rear.
3: Taking up the rear? Yeah. Okay. Are you on your wagon sharpening your axe?
2: I'd like to be.
3: Drawn by your horse.
2: Yeah. Cow.
3: Cow? That's not gonna be confusing.
0: Fish dicks. I'm running shotgun in the wagon.
1: Sorry, I heard fish dicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that, that that's was gonna be point. Okay. Right. Okay. That's all right
2: then. I can't remember the joke. Is it a horse named cow or a cow named horse? It's, it's a horse, horse
3: named, named cow. cow. Right. Okay. Cool. It's oh, like okay. one of those stupendous-sized draft horses. I can't. Like right. Okay. West yeah. Something rather.
0: Clydesdale.
3: No. I'm, I'm gonna assume you're not joshing me. In no, the that way. is <laughs> a
1: Clydesdale, yeah. and they are huge. They got and big,
2: flappy feet.
3: Beautifully terrifying.
2: stamp on people. <laughs> step, step,
1: step. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that picture on the web. Of that guy stood next to one, and the guy's like here, and his shoulders here. <laughs> <laughs> They're so big. It's massive.
3: Oh, one thing I need to know from all of you is what your passive perceptions are. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I meant to do prior to game because it's just one of those things I need to know. So
1: thirteen. I've got six
0: or plus six. I don't know. So kidding. that's 16. sixteen. is your passive. Okay.
3: Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. Yeah. What was it, Birdman? Thirteen. You sticks. I'm going to repeat your names until I fucking remember them.
0: (laughs) Fishsticks has 14. Every once in a while, uh, Fishsticks will descend from Shotgun to uh, grab some herbs that he's seen by the side of the road for the the stew that night.
3: Okay, while you're doing that, give me a nature check, please. That is is a thing in D&D, is it?
0: Oh, wow. Okay, that's a 22.
3: That is a 22. Often a start. Uh, You find a wonderful supply of wild horseradish, some lovely. Uh, garlic greens and maybe even a little bit of wild kale uh, but also you notice a strange stillness in this bit of the forest that you haven't noticed before
0: it's but. while I'm picking a particular herb that does nothing to most people uh, but will make Beaky a little bit shit, like a little bit of the runs because <laughs> he pissed me off the other day, you want a bet I didn't want you to win I've been doing the washing up for a week
2: I'm going to shit and piss in your cereal.
1: <laughs> Bong.
3: And you won't be able to tell, because it'll just look like milk. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think smell might be a bit off.
3: <laughs> no, it's just goat's milk. Chunky. <laughs> uh, Gonk, I'd like a stealth check from you. Are you being stealthy as you advance well, in the forest? Or yeah,
1: because scouting the whole point is, obviously, you would... You wouldn't want to give away your position. Cause sometimes.
3: Sometimes you're the beater. Sometimes you're, yeah. the, you're oh, the fox I'm, I'm,
1: I'm scouting ahead basically to find out warning, so I don't want to basically trigger anything off. So, yes, okay. I am being stealthy. Um, now, you might have to remind me how i do this. So, roll D20 and that is a 12, and I get my my stealth bonus, yeah? Yeah, it should
3: all be calculated okay, for then you. That's then
1: that's a 19.
3: That is a 19. Uh, you definitely hear things. You find a small... Um, goat track. Probably be a deer track in this part of the world. But yet, the, the breakages in the branches are much higher than the deer in this region, which are more like your English deer, so they only go up to about three and a half feet or so. And these are more at head height, man height, where very obviously the foliage is covered over.
1: And I can tell that this sound is coming from further up this deer track. Yes. Gonk will creep into the undergrowth and head towards the sound.
3: Okay. Give me a survival check, please.
1: Oh, that was an eight.
3: With an eight, you, you don't perceive a great deal. You proceed. Um, you're not seen, but at the same time, you're, n- you're not able to read the land enough to give you an idea of who these people might be or what they might be here for. Okay. So, you three back at the caravan are unaware of any of this. Is there anything you're still doing? Are you actually, no. Sorry, Fishsteaks. You notice the unnatural calm of the forest. Spooky. You doing anything about it? You're just pottering around and...
0: Is this an unnatural calm as in a nice kind of... Ooh, this is a lovely calm moment, or am I weirded out?
3: Anyone who spends a great deal of time in the forest, and I asked you for a nature roll, so that's forestry and whatnot is aware that there is always shit going on in the forest. There's always mice and rats in the undergrowth. In the In the undergrowth there's always there are always birds in the trees. There's always stuff going on unless it's been disturbed. Oh. Now that could just be your caravan being very very loud but
0: I will come back to the caravan up to where um, Rick Marr is perched. Go. Hey Biggie. Wake on up. Got something going on here.
3: Was your nickname actually Beaky? Yes. Yeah. Because you had Birdman underneath it. I thought that was your nickname. Mm, I'm <laughs> just implying that. Harvey. Oh, man. I'm You're Beaky.
1: His name is Rick Ma. He is a Birdman. I'm probably
3: going to call you Birdman for the rest of the campaign now, though. Because stu- I've done it so many times it's stuck.
0: Something not quite right out there. You want to get your ass out there and do your job?
2: Uh, that seems like a good idea. I will go investigate it now. And I'm going to go. <laughs> a big waft of my wing as I. Throw myself up, and I'm going to. I'm going, is it? I'm assuming it's too thick above to really fly around, so I'm just going to get myself up to a higher perch on one of the tree branches above me and see if I can spot anything. I reflexively
0: cover my head with my hat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you imagine, it's kind of like, very much like an English forest. So mm-hmm. when you go into an English forest, it's not your great sequoias with the very heavy branches, and they've blotted out so much sun. The undergrowth is quite clear. It's Bracken. It's small trees. It's bushes. It's just a mess. And even the trees are too small. To prob- probably too small for you to find a comfortable perch with your wingspan, which has got to be like what fifteen. Alright,
2: it do have pretty aggressive clawed, talandy feet, okay. and um, pretty decent clawed fingers. So I'm just going to kind of sink them into the bark and grab on with one hand. Where, relative, hanging off
3: where relative to the motion of the caravan are you going?
2: So I kind of jump up and list lazily to the right
3: <laughs> that'll be like less than 10 feet yeah it's just, it. just to okay. give myself
2: a bit more elevation uh, i'm going to do a nature check because we're in nature and to okay. see if i can see anything unusual happening and that is uh
3: is that usually what you do for things like tracking is nature or is that survival, survival
0: tracking but yeah nature if he's not actually looking for tracks then it
3: I like these dice already, that was a 19 with my bonus, that's 24. I'm afraid you don't notice anything, I mean, you know, you see it for yourself, mm. but you don't notice anything other than fish sticks. There's just a, a, a lapse of, a lack of animals in the undergrowth and tree, um, sorry, birds in the trees and various other things. <laughs> Give me a intelligence check.
2: 11. Oh, no, that's saving throws. Uh, yeah,
3: I'll, I'll let you give me intelligence for yeah, yeah, survival.
2: Still, still 11. Intelligence or survival. No,
3: all survival. Sorry, should have given you options there.
0: Mm,
2: survival, then, in that case. Oh, that's even worse. Five.
3: Yeah, you don't really divine any meaning from it other than somethings.
2: things it's Oh. Uh, Rikmar believes that it is uh, reasonably quiet, but that is about it.
0: Well, Rigmaron goes to his ass up on the boxes again, and he trundles back off to the um, to our
2: wagon. Shrug my shoulders, glide back down, perch back on the top of the. uh... Okay, okay, we're going to swing back round. That is not Harry
0: Sharpe's axe. Hmm?
3: That is not Harry Sharpe's
0: axe. I've never sharpened my axe. axe.
2: That is not what what I am doing.
0: It's circular, yeah. So so you're sort of doing this.
3: Nope. So you're forming the. you're forming a concave. The concave, as you, so convex, of
1: convex, it's like that, not like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: convex, yeah convex. Yeah, yeah. Con- so, you're, so, so you're forming the apple seed in as you go. As you go, rather than doing it in it, yeah. various different. Ah, interesting.
1: You you
0: you only do like the, the smooth one for the the very last pass.
1: Just honing the blade. Yeah. Uh, right. So oh. Gonk is going to take a small bit of red rag from one of his uh, belt pockets. Mm-hmm. Tie it around the bolt on one of his hand crossbows and fire it in an arc to basically go through the top of the trees and down into the middle of the path where they'll see it as they come around the corner.
3: Okay. Well ahead presumably of where you can hear they're coming.
1: Yeah. And then he's going to start heading back towards the caravan
3: head back to us okay. I
0: almost reflexively as I'm uh, going back and sitting up on the it's a wagon isn't it yes or, or do we, no we have a cart or a wagon is this, this is important
2: no we went over this it's a wagon
3: yeah it's a little little covered wagon
0: little covered wagon so I uh, sit shotgun in the wagon again because it's my wagon and I take a couple of pebbles out of my uh, little I've got a little bag of pebbles that I keep on my belt I take a few of them out and I cast magic stone upon them
3: Ooh please tell us what the magic stone does.
0: You touch one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic. You or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing it or hurling it with a sling. If thrown, it has a range of 60 feet. If someone else attacks with the pebble, the attacker adds your spellcasting ability modifier, not the attacker's, to the attack roll. On a hit, the target takes bludgeoning damage equal to 1d6 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Hit or miss the spell then ends on the stone.
3: Yay! That's say with a sling? Or you could use a sling? It's
0: a, it's a, it, I could use a sling.
1: Or to extend
3: the range. Okay, that's fine. You are tr- all trundling along um, until you meet... Gonk. Gonk.
1: Okay, so Gonk will slip out of the undergrowth and scuttle up to Aubrey's wagon.
3: Just climb Which up. is at the back of the caravan. Just
1: at the back of the caravan. He'll climb up on the back, scuttle, over, uh, scuttle forward a bit and just... Uh, all right, guys. Uh, some guys in the uh, in the woods over there. We don't know uh, don't know how many. Couldn't get close enough, but better be on your guard. Get my sling out.
3: <laughs> so it'll probably be two fistic's and. Tink. Are you in? Sorry, waiting are you range?
1: Are you circling or have you come back? No, landed? I
2: am. Um, sat on to- I'm perched back on top of the uh, the wagon again. So I, I kind of always imagine that being the middle wagon. So probably not then.
3: Probably yeah, not.
1: Probably not with an air shot. I can see that you come back
3: probably but well, can't really hear you even though these things are slow you've probably even probably saw him come back and then you probably can now see the little the short little uh, hand crossbow
0: mm.
3: bolt with the red cloth tied to it in the road in front of you so, so uh, I'll, up.
0: I'll 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 turn and say keys that that is exemplary information do you want to go and tell the guy who is actually paying us for this work
1: don't think he's going to be much cut but I'll, I'll let him know exemplary off, jumping from wagon to wagon. <laughs> <laughs> get to the front, find the uh, find the wagon master. uh boy, oh, boss men. Hey <laughs> See the arrow in the road, there. It's bolts. Whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> when we get there, I'm gonna get attacked. Get your men ready. My men? What do you think I pay you for? <sighs> We're doing our job are they going? What, what? How did you know it's meant to... Go deal with it! What do you think you get good blast for? Gong's already gone.
3: <laughs> he, he actually just calls the whole caravan to a halt at that point. Smart. <laughs> no. I'm not going to do it. The, 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 everything just comes to a halt. His, his, he just yanks on the reins of um, his teams of oxen. They're lowing... The brakes are slamming on, the, you can hear the crates and, every, and every, on all the, the bushels and bales of various products shuffling and creaking as you come to a quick halt. I mean, these things don't go fast, but because they don't go fast, they carry a lot of weight. And then there's this cascade as all three of them stop until it gets back to your wagon Tink, as the one straight ahead of you just grinds to a halt. And making quite a lot of noise in the process.
2: Oh, cow, what the fuck are you doing? Why is everybody stopped? Oh, oh am uh, bitch.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Were you, you too busy sharpening that axe that was sharp yesterday?
2: Yes, I fucking was sharpening that axe that was sharp yesterday because at some point in the knife, it became slightly less sharp and I thought it prudent to have a decently sharp axe at all times.
0: Do you want to go use that axe? Do something useful today?
2: No know what? I don't think I do. I don't like your fucking attitude. I think I'll do what I want to do which is sharpen my axe <laughs> which axe am I going to sharpen you just don't fucking know could be this one
0: could be this
1: one which one will it be <laughs> Tink
0: you're the best and I put my hand on your shoulder and I cast enlarge slash reduce and I reduce you in size. <laughs> <laughs> to put you in your place <laughs> You cause a uh, you cause a creature or an object you see within range to grow larger or smaller for the duration up to a minute. Choose either a creature or an object that is neither worn nor carried. If the target is unwilling, you make a Constitution saving throw.
2: I am unwilling.
0: Make a Constitution saving throw versus uh, <laughs> thirteen.
3: Oh, Almost for comic effect, I just want to see you fail. But go ahead, Give me <laughs> <a> roll. <laughs> what, the,
1: what am I doing? I yeah, like the idea that she shrinks but ki- retains her strength, and the axes stay the same size.
3: There's <laughs> more thing. I just want to hear that voice Twelve. as she just starts.
1: <laughs> I tiny. You now
3: have to give us a profanity-laden tirade <laughs> while slowly increasing the pitch of your voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you fucking fatty- <laughs> mongers, you bastard. i oh, fucking oh, I hate you. I hate you so much. You're always doing this shit to me. Why do you always do this shit? You fucking magic potsy bastard. And I
1: can't stand it anymore. i just getting so tiny. How How s-
2: small is she. <laughs> she is
1: one
0: size smaller, so she is halfling size.
3: <laughs> and remember, even halflings aren't halfling size in this world,
0: so. <laughs> so yeah, she is here. Uh, 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 Tink is now about three foot tall. Thanks,
1: motherfucker! Get
0: you to walk,
2: kid! <laughs> I'm gonna fly inside your nose and scramble your fucking brains out of your eyes! How long does it last for? Up, up to, to a, a minute. minute. Up to a minute. So that'll be the full minute then. <laughs> <I> yeah. Know, <laughs> it? It's a
0: concentration spell, so if I break concentration, it will. So, the minute we're attacked.
1: Hey, over there. The minute, minute
2: we're attacked, we go into initiative, and a minute will be an eternity. <laughs> <sighs> so I'm, I, I then stand up on
0: the seat um, with sling in hand, kind of looking out.
3: Okay. And he's not going to talk to her. She's just flailing and, and raging I'm and...
2: punching him. It's
3: <laughs> Probably with all the effectiveness it's, it's of a very early so, toddler. sort of toddler. like
2: getting a massage from a kitten.
3: <laughs> Keys. What are you doing?
1: Well, Gonk has scurried back into the trees and climbed one.
3: So you're all just kind of settling in there.
2: I am losing my shit, but
1: yeah. <laughs> you're losing your shit,
2: but yeah.
3: You're not doing anything productive.
2: A c- couple of minutes... I awesome. mean, I'm
3: big again. Yay! Yeah, I guess at some point you as, get big. As we wait, as you wait, nothing happens. Other than the fact that Bob has come round the back and that was it's a second-level spell slot. Spell slot, and I stand by it.
2: <laughs> How many spells have you taken just to fuck? Have me over? a point, Paul.
3: <laughs> have a point of inspiration because that was much. actually hilarious. <sighs> you too, Kate, for the. I, I know we told you all to do it, but the, the rising voice thing was wonderful other than bob coming back and just tearing you a new one cuz now he stopped he he's too afraid to go forward but at the same time you guys are sitting at the back of the caravan not doing anything
0: well i'm guarding the back so i'm 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 head on a swivel looking out sling kind of like lazily going around i assume that we have a standard operating thing which is where the the the, the skirmishers go forward or backward or, you know so um, I, I would assume that Tink isn't going anywhere because actually guarding the back is important. And then you've got Rickmar and uh, Gonk. Gonk who are mobile. Okay. Much more mobile than me anyway. So, over this time, as we're waiting, um, what I'm going to do is I have um, the Mold Earth Cantrip, which is instantaneous and allows me to, t- to make five-foot cubes of earth mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. turn into difficult terrain so I can make the, the earth sort of like rise and go... <laughs> And since we've got a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. I think standard operating procedure is I, is I, I sort of not ring us because I don't want to block off our exit, but I sort of I make the sort of the roadside ditches and that area all the way up, all the way down this the caravan Yeah, so they can only approach from one of two directions. Okey doke. Last
3: an Lasts hour. Lasts an hour. Okay.
1: All right. Then Gonk is going to go deeper into the trees towards where he heard, the, heard these voices, basically trying to draw them out moving stealthily but not really sneakily so it could be a squirrel in the trees or anything for all they know
3: squeaking 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 squeak squeaking okay give me a stealth check in that case that is a fourteen you don't find anything you advance about another fifty sixty yards where in the are you deep into the woods or are you sort of on the edge next to the road going deeper into the woods going deeper into the woods yeah
1: towards where I heard the voices coming from earlier
3: are you just gonna carry on until you find something basically yeah So you carry on until you see a distinct change in the terrain. There's a steep uphill, and the path narrows. And there's, on one side, there's a large um, bluff. Not a large bluff, a small bluff, but still 15 feet high or so. And the other side, the forest is right up against it where the road narrows. And there, you start to hear some whispering. (sighs) Ugh. Where the fuck they go? Shouldn't they be here by now? I don't hear anymore. SHUT UP! But, I mean, we've been here for like five minutes and we heard all that racket earlier and there was, ever since then, you know, heard some screaming and I'm like, SHUT UP! But, come on man, I, I really need to take a shit. If the boss hears you, you are gonna never be able to shit again. He's gonna shove something so far up your ass. Oh, come on man, the fucking boss. Okay. So as this is going on, followed by a thunk and then silence.
1: So as this is going on, Gonk is going to line up um, his crossbow.
3: With you just oh, heard this at this oh, sorry, point.
1: So I'm not close enough to see them.
3: No, no, no. You're just going to hear through the. I mean, you hear through the bushes, okay. very, very, very faintly. Okay. Two guys whispering. I mean, they could probably couldn't be more than thirty feet away, but they're pretty well hidden. Okay. Um,
0: the wind has just caught it right instead so
3: of taking the bushes. Yeah.
1: So scuttle down into the undergrowth, creep closer.
3: I'll need another self check for me.
1: Okay. Oof. Nat one. If that guy followed you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: shit! <laughs> you hear something? I uh, heard something, but I don't know what. Should we check it out? Still gotta take that shit. Shut up! And you, you hear the creeping towards you now, through the bushes.
1: Basically, Gonk just missed his footing and fell out of the tree. Thump onto the ground. They come forward. Slight panic. Uh, Gonk's just f- gonna fire uh, one of his crossbows in their uh, general direction and scarper. So, do you want me to roll? What
3: would that be? Shooting at sound?
0: Well, for a start, it's fire for effect, not fire for hit. Mm-hmm. So, intimidation.
3: Okay, give me an intimidation roll. Okay, so my intimidation. What I is... need is luck here. think <laughs> well, the thing, the thing, the do thing we is. Have is you, a look. You, no, no. you
0: could get away with maybe using dexterity for intimidation there. Uh. It's like, because you want it to yeah, land. Yeah, it'll land be it'll a be a Dex. It'll be a Dex.
3: Okay. Dex, dex, dex roll because you're using crossbow. So, 22.
1: 22.
3: you use theory. As as your bolt passes through the forest. Oh yeah, that's... spunk! Th- 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 Shit! What the fuck was that? Just at the top of his voice. He got my ponytail, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Shut the fuck! Shit, Tom! Riddle, is that you, cunts? Some guy just shot an arrow at us. Fuck! We're blown, boys. Down the road, fast. <laughs> As you scarp,er you suddenly hear an all pretense of stealth is is gone away, and you just hear a reasonable number of men thumping through the forest towards you.
0: I would like to point out, for the record, that some bad guys at this point are blown, and it wasn't me that did it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Welcome to the club. Not quite the same club, is it? (laughs) Blowing imaginary bad guys.
1: Framing!
3: Yeah, your membership is still provisional. (laughs) Uh, We're going to need to do initiative order now. The initiative is...
0: NPC1, Gonk, NPC2 and 3, Rickmar, NPC4, Aubrey and Tab.
3: Okay, who acts first?
0: npc one
3: Over the top of the of the Crest you just see the first bandit which Gunk recognizes the guy who needs a shit Huge tall guy just lugging this giant crossbow (sighs) Always been running really hard to get away from his boss. He sees you all lifts up his crossbow and just fires off a shot I know where everyone is, sorry, except for you, keys, Where are you?
1: Well, I was in, I was running away from these guys. Yeah. But I was I was in the undergrowth, so I suppose I could... I'm uh, hiding. Or scuttled up a tree.
3: At the beginning of your next turn, give me a stealth check, but I'm going to assume I'm going to rule they don't see you. So he's going to take a, a... Do you have your bow clearly visible ready? So I'm going to sat cross legged on the... Well, no, perched on the top of this thing uh, with my bow across my lap, so I can just pick it up and go... Dump. Okay, but you haven't, uh, I guess you haven't acted it yet. Yeah. But, uh, so he's gonna raise up and he's going to take a shot at the first thing he sees, which is the driver on the front cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a natural one, <laughs> he f- lifts his bow up and fires it and the bowstring just snaps. Poorly maintained piece of crap because he's a moron.
0: No, he does exactly the, th- the thing that I did the first time I ever um, drew a longbow. It mm. was someone else's prize longbow, and I drew it, and it cracked in my hand.
3: Oh. 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 These guys aren't skilled enough to use any kind of proper bow, just point okay. and shoot.
0: So, Gonk has scuttled up a tree. That's
3: hard. Give me have a it <laughs> It's
2: 90
0: quid's worth of bow. <gasps> Twenty.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah. They have no fucking clue you're there. Okay, cool. 30-odd yards of the front wagon. You're within 10-odd yards of them.
1: You're about 30 feet away. We're about 90 feet away. Have any more of the uh, the bandits come out of the woods by this point?
3: I mean, they're all humping up just behind this guy. He was just the first okay. one to sort of come up the tiny little rise so you saw him.
1: You can see that the, the first guy's bow is snapped, so he's, for the moment, not a threat. Until he draws another one Oh, fuck, not again! Gonk draws a bead on the second guy. And that is a... With advantage, is it? Because he's concealed. I guess so, yeah. Make yeah, if they don't see him. So. I was going
3: to say he didn't need the advantage. But that, yeah, so that is a hit. These t- roll for t- 20, damage. So 1d6 plus
1: 3 for each. 7, and then 8 for the other crossbow.
3: Okay, and your sneak attack?
1: So that would be 7 plus 8 plus 4 plus 6. So Bandit 2 takes 25 damage.
3: He takes one in each nipple and drops dead. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So that'll be the second Bandit in the initiative order is dead. Who's next in initiative order? NPC 2. Is dead. Is dead. Bye. He's got giant nipple piercings that went a little bit too deep. NPC 3.
2: That's how they used to pick Irish kings.
3: Yes, it is. No, it's not how they picked them. It's how they disqualified them if, if they failed. If you didn't
2: have nipples, you couldn't be King of Ireland. Because challenges to the throne guy that failed up, would have the nipples shot, cut off.
3: Brickmar. Guy has popped up, taken a shot. NPC you're 3. NPC 3? Yeah. You guys suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, NPC 3 is going to look up C... Gonk. Gonk. C. Keys. I like your nickname's better.
2: I keep thinking you're just making, like, a sound effect. That
1: was how he actually got his name. That was Gonk basically the sort of noises that cobbles make when the babies <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> Yeah, gonk droids. <laughs> okay, makes an attack. What is your armor class? Fifteen. And he fires up into the and almost misses you. And then he runs off to the side of idiot number one who's still fiddling with his stupid bow. And dives into the bushes at the crest on everyone's left.
0: So has he encountered the dangerous, uh, the not dangerous, the difficult terrain yet? Are they on the path? If they have to, go, if they're coming from the bushes to how the path, how far?
3: How far could you extend that spell on either side of your thing?
0: Uh, I think um, I had enough time to do as much as I wanted, so I think about um, 20 yards fore and aft.
3: He's probably just beyond that. He's more like the 30-yard mark.
0: <clears throat> okay, but it's funneled them. If mm-hmm. they get there, yeah, it's funneled them.
3: Okay. Is and it visible? This thing is it? Is it a visible effect?
0: It's the earth itself has gone. It's the earth itself
3: has just gone. <laughs> yeah. Like cave stalagmites, or?
0: I'm seeing it as, it's just like it's been freshly excavated. Like someone's just made a bit of a, a pile.
3: Careful, lad.
2: Twist your ankle. Rickmar! Rickmar rises to his feet and, with a strong but graceful waft of the wings, jumps from the middle wagon to the front. And as he does so, he raises his bow and he is going to make a rushed opportunity attack. Which is, before you make an attack with a ranged weapon that you are proficient with, which I am, my longbow, you can choose to take a minus five penalty to the attack, and if the attack hits, you you add ten to the attack damage.
3: Are you aiming at Mr. Needs-A-Shit, or the guy who just dove into the bushes? Because those are the only two you can see. I'm can I
0: give my inspiration to someone else? Is that something we can do? I don't think so.
2: I am going to aim at the person fucking around with his crossbow, because he's the only person I can see currently. And that is twenty. Not natural. You hit. Roll for damage. Excellent. This is gonna be epic. That's five. Fifteen points of damage.
3: He is takes your bolt your arrow straight in the shoulder and falls back on his ass. What the fuck! And I'm then gonna use my extra action Uh
2: to quickly put another one on and take another shot at him to try and finish him off and that is another 20 not natural damage for 10 points of damage
3: your arrow zips straight into his throat and his protests of the inequitable nature of the world and in a gurgle as blood fountains out of his mouth as he slowly falls back dead.
0: It is NPC 4.
3: 4 never crests the hill, but you hear more sound in the undergrowth on that side as the same side as Batty as, uh, 3. Uh, and coming up behind them, you actually begin to hear a great deal of noise um, on the right side of the forest as well. Branches breaking and crackling and things add... Four more people to the bottom of the initiative order, please, for the next round.
0: Aubrey.
2: Hello. How close am I to any of these little bastards?
3: Far away, because they're, you're at the back of the caravan. So, probably like so you're at least 90 feet away from where these guys sort of scuttled, you know, scuttled into the bush, the ones that they could see. And maybe you saw around the bushes, and then you can probably just barely hear more... Of something coming up the other side of the road on the right.
2: Can I move and then throw an axe?
3: What's your range on your thrown axe?
2: 20 slash 60.
3: What's your movement range? 30 feet. 30 feet. You could move up and hold a throwing axe. I don't think you can probably see any of them at the moment. So you could move 30 feet and hold an action. Or you could run forward 60 feet to confront the enemy, yeah? yeah?
2: Yeah, I'll run forward 60 feet.
3: Okay, so you are... Just about 15 feet or so in front of the wagons. Everything is still about 30 feet beyond you. I'm sure I'm getting all these numbers wrong, but as long as we all have a general idea of what's going on. Top of the round. Nope, me. Nope. It's you, me. Fistix. Me.
0: So um, they're within 150 feet. So uh, I take one of my magic stones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still sort of lazily swinging my, my sling, but I take one of the other magic stones. And I put it on my hand, put it in front of my face, and just and I cast Catapult on it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a range of 150 feet. Goes in a straight line, 150 feet, if it, or up to 90 feet in a direction you choose, before falling to the ground. If the object would strike a creature, that creature must make a dexterity saving throw. versus 13. So I don't roll to hit. It's a dex saving throw. Okay. So I'm going to um, uh, sling it at the remaining person that I can see. I think it's, what, number three.
3: Number three is probably closest. Yeah, the, the yeah. least in. Yeah. You've actually seen him. You've seen where he's di- dived. Dove. Dove dipshit. Dip dive, dog. Dick up. That was a funny movie. I'm wondering if he should have advantage because he has, how does cover work? He would have light cover in some systems.
0: Uh, I would say because um, it's not me making a thing, making a, a it's like I, I've decided where this thing is going. Go it's going to go straight to him. It's got a range of 150 feet. If he's less okay. than that away, it's got a That's lot fine. of force going down it.
3: Oh, Daddy needs to not die! Daddy
0: dies! Roll the damage. The damage on this is 3d8, plus the damage of the magic stone, which is 1d6, plus my spellcasting ability modifier. So. Indeed. <laughs> today is a good day. <laughs> there is a statistical, not a good day to be NPC 3.
3: There is Seven, a statistical possibility you might live. 9,
0: 10, 14, and my spellcasting ability modifier is. 3, 14, 17. Total 17. Total 17.
3: You hear an anguished scream from the bushes. MY FUCKING ass! <laughs> 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 and continued rustlings as someone is obviously rolling around in lots and lots of pain.
2: Was he the one that needed a shit?
3: No. no the no, one that was needed the, a shit... He's they're, now they're he very dead. <laughs> did he, he shit did.
2: himself as he does?
3: <laughs> Almost everyone does.
2: Yep. Yeah. If he needed to shit before before it's I killed be it's probably the worst. Pretty it's confident ever He's he his want a really clear
3: here. image of where he is. He is dead in the middle of the road in front of the wagons, about 45 feet.
2: Quite literally dead in the middle Knees of the road,
3: <laughs> forward. But splayed back, kneeling over the back, and with just an arrow sticking up from where his from his throat and one from his shoulder.
2: I hmm Enigmatic.
3: So yeah, you can probably, as his legs are probably splayed towards you, you can probably see a nice big wet brown patch from his trousers. Tasty. No. Uh, Rick really <laughs> no.
2: believes you call this um as uh, pin cushion. Where are you keeping your pins in? A pile of shit. You must have some very smurry clothes. <laughs>
1: right, next. That would be me. Oh, I'm winning. I'm winning pooing it. Go. Okay. So, are there, are this, By this point, are there any more bandits visible? We know that there's more coming because we can hear them on the opposite side of the just road. Just trying to think,
3: you're further forward, so you probably could just about draw a bead on the the fourth of the right. the fourth guy who you, who you just saw around the corner. Um, as he runs in, as he runs into the bushes, he's way out of these guys' line of sight.
1: Okay. So. Um, but
3: it, you know it's a it's a long shot, and on the same side as you, you can now hear something big and nasty coming through the forest at you. Just you just hear crackling and breaking of branches. Not not the shuffling and sort of thumping of these other guys. But
1: so you say you say extreme range or Bandit Four is mostly hidden. Because extreme range for me is and... Okay. I'm going to try and shoot him anyway.
3: I was going to say it'd be even because you would have advantage, but you'd also have disadvantage because of a hard shot.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'll sh- shoot at him, and that is a 16. It hits. Excellent. So 12. So I hit him for 12 damage. Okay. And... Um... Oh, you could
3: also see very injured three. Sorry.
1: Okay. Well, so yeah, I've, I've hit the, the bandit four for... 12 Okay. Um, and then I'm going to use my cunning action to um, slip back into the foliage of the trees.
3: So further to the right, uh, on the right side of the road. Yes. Yeah. Further into the trees. How far?
1: Uh, say half my movement, 15 feet.
3: Okay. Through the trees? Yeah. Are you staying in the trees? Are you like, like
1: Yeah, staying in the trees. I'm not, I'm not coming out of the trees. I'm going like, f- maybe not 15 feet because that's a bit too far from the road. Go about 10 foot. Okay. Uh, so about ten foot into the tree, so I can still you, see You're the road, essentially
3: now good. right in... If, if the, the, the louder noise source coming at you stays on its current course, it is going to come straight underneath you towards the wagons. Okay. You are directly in their path. Okay. Next in
0: the initiative order! Next! NPC
3: 3. He's been stoned... He's been spanked. Spanked. Probably in the pelvis. Rock spank Paddle stone. <laughs> you just hear a, FUCK THIS SHIT! And he stumbles off into the into the woods directly away from you, as quickly as his obviously very injured self can.
2: RIKMA! I am going to hold my position. I'm going to ready an action, and that is Grasping Arrow. Drawn, ready to go, and I'll read that out as and when it becomes applicable. So, uh, as this thing crashes into the woods, becomes visible, my held action. Visibility is your trigger. Yes. Okay. Next. Asshole 4.
3: Asshole 4 dives even deeper under cover but is very clearly you can tell he's he's wrapping round the side. You've now lost sight of him though. he is too deep into the forest. Aubrey. Would that require a stealth check Paul?
0: Uh If you've decided that he's in a place which he can't physically see. No.
3: Then, then, then. Fair enough. I guess he could try and. Nope. <laughs> he can try and be quiet. Nope. But well, we're too distracted by the loud or not.
2: Loud noises!
1: <laughs> I need a big red candle. Aubrey!
2: How far away am I from nearest bastard?
3: You. give me a perception check.
1: Yeah. 17.
3: You are very much aware that um, an individual who you've not yet seen is running. Deep, probably 30 feet in the woods to your left. But you are very aware that the loud noise is about 35 40 feet that way from you.
0: Up to the right. Up as to Dave the right. Is on the radio. Hmm.
3: <laughs> yes, I've said right a million times, but so I was like right, trying yeah. to think. Because she's ahead of you guys, so for you guys it's getting there. For her it's that. For him it's. Spatial thinking and kinesthesia! Not my strong suits.
2: I'll grab the closest one so I am kill him.
3: You are going to run. Off into the woods, to the right, to try and engage the source of the very loud breaking of branches and cracking things, noises. Yes?
2: Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Let's do that.
3: Are you going to advance the full 30 feet? Yeah. As you are crashing through the bushes, you are suddenly confronted by a somewhat better dressed, certainly better equipped, large, rough looking asshole. Though, however dangerous he might look, he certainly looks a little bit underwhelming next to what two of his thugs are dragging between them.
0: Dungeons & Dragons is published by Wizards of the Coast Title music was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas in the Bedlam 6 The song over the bloopers is Reignition by Bad Brains And sound effects and music during the episode Provided by BattleBards, freesfx.co.uk, freesound.org Tabletop audio Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com And Alex Mason for Watchword Like we said at the top of the episode, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com forward slash radio and buy us a cup of coffee. We're using contributions to fund artwork, a website, and original music, but we've got a long way to go. But really, we just want to hear from you. Head on over to Twitter, at swordnutradio. Send an email to swordnutradio at gmail.com. Find us on our Facebook page, or start the blog, whyihateswordnut.com. Now here's the bloopers. Thanks for listening.
3: Has everybody got name tags? Because I will forget my names.
2: My st- refusing to adhere to my bresticle. So oh yeah, I need a
3: um, nickname. Rickmar. What was my There's name
1: six. again? I will need a pen.
3: So, after having served together for some years in the army of the Dragonborn yeah. Supremacy, you... Oh, I'm going to have to start this over. I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. That's all in my intro. Fuck it, duck. I'm tired. I'm gonna read my pre-made intro. And you're gonna edit this out, except you're not, and you're gonna make me look like a cunt. Yes, you are. Yes, you are.
2: How can we ruin it so
3: it becomes unusable? <laughs> well, you can't no, no, have no, It's done too late. late. Should've <laughs> 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 so been chewing, you know. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle.
2: Yeah, I, but at some point in the future, I'm sure I'll invent that time sure. machine.
3: Mm. And that goes for everything that comes out of my mouth. (laughs) I used actual languages for all the place names, and I don't speak any of those languages. So it gives me thematic consistency, but I can't pronounce any of them. The only way I ever write anything good is if I create a world, and in just creating a world that I find interesting, the stories and the conflicts kind of come out of... conflicts and stuff i write and then i can sort of i can go from big picture then zoom into something quite interesting and small um and you guys gave me some cool ideas so how do you guys operate
0: inadequate lighting can we have a light on
3: please (laughs) no they all do have a tendency to droop a little okay Okay, i am still kind of learning how passive perception works not in theory but how to actually use it in a game
1: which kind of gives away what I have to ask for it. But anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, you should, should have it written down and then you just... I thought that when yeah. I was in the car on the way here. to get on the passive perceptions before we start.
0: Yeah, I think the, thing, the idea is, um, uh, generally, if you can ask for a perception roll... Mm-hmm. Um, something has to happen. Something
3: has to happen. It can't be, if everyone fails, you don't see the thing that happens. I know, that's, yeah. I hate that yeah. in gaming. It's, that's why we use passive perception, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because then you can, if you have a DM screen, you can make a little roll... Okay. And then, without telling anyone, thing anything, you can see whether anyone spots the it. opposition. Yeah, spots it. Two absolutes: if you ask everyone to make
0: two, one of two rolls, then you absolutely already want one of two op, um, results. Mm. If you ask everyone to make a perception check, you want someone to see it. So, if because you want someone to see it, going roll. To- just tell them. Yeah. And if you have everyone roll a stealth, it means you want someone to fail it. But then yeah, that with. means that you're not to blame as a GM. And
1: you're a bit of a dick. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck. I had this. David
2: I had. You, just you do it. Were, you, were
1: little, Austri- you were Austrian before. So. I had Sanders it. It was like, it was like a... He does not believe that this is going to be annoying or bring up anyone he doesn't like at all. <laughs> Think you. about ravioli. As soon as- oh, God, I can't even try and do a voice. It's going to be so bad. Just make it squeaky. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going for. I was going for either Squeaky or Cockney, and they were both shit. Um, do them both in one voice. <laughs>
2: so bad. Oh, I'm going to fat you up, motherfucker.
1: I'm <laughs> a no. oh,
3: dangerous mouse.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, do you want to just record all, go, all gone clients? <laughs> I'm <laughs> awesome. I
3: can crawl inside your anus and eat you from the inside out. Ah! Oh, it was a one. Was wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I should do something particularly next. Mm. I'll do it next time. I'm just <laughs> stick of what I did. Do. I don't want to retcon things. Whee! Was it good for you too? You to-
1: oh, yeah, how
2: do birds pronounce bird? Peas. <laughs> they can't say bird. Bird. Say bird without <laughs> closing your lips. Bird. Yeah. Erd. See. Bird. Stupid bird. You eat all. who head? <laughs> ha- this is how I just my accent. Yeah, this is, okay. I'm
3: this is kind of my actions. <laughs> but if you know I a home, when I die, or any kind of issue. It's stupid. No, never. Not in my world, not in my universe. Or- unless there are dwarves involved. Or- or-
2: <laughs> Magic.
3: <laughs> Can I, just before we do that, I'd just like to say with
2: excitement, I built a functioning character. <laughs> <laughs> right and <laughs> only took four campaigns,
1: but we got.
0: Them. <laughs> As you're uh, a, a storm thingy person, um, Herald. I, yeah, Storm Harold. I have two things that could possibly make you pretty OP. And one of them is long strider, which increases your movement by ten feet. And one is jump, which doubles your jump height or jump range. Um, uh, are those things that you'd like, or is it not necessary? Yeah,
2: I have no idea.
0: But they're both uh, touch um, spells, so if you move no away touchy. from me. No touchy. <laughs> <laughs> we had, Have we had this conversation? No touchy. On there boundaries. <laughs> no, seriously, have our characters had that conversation? Is it like... No, you but we will. Because I, I do stuff that augments... You pat me on the shoulder evil. earlier. Is uh, <laughs> Is anyone uncomfortable with the idea of me doing magic to someone and altering your abilities? Like, uh, in character? Not if you've got consent. But they're like, that would have to be the established. consent is important. Not at the time, but in advance. Because it'd be like, in battle, i just
2: go like... Tsh, nah, tsh. I, I, I just rolled a tw- natural 20 on how like much I trust to working been together, together yeah, for a couple fine. of years.
3: So, however much you might bicker...
2: Yeah, but considering that he tends to use magic against me... I'm
3: yeah, I mean, that's... that's I'm mean, <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, so, no, that's I'm the, not saying yeah, you have to do it. it. I'm just sort of to, to to understand what's been discussed in all the various session zeros and point fives and things when not everyone has been here. You guys have been working for... So there is something about this group that has kept you here for two years and some degree of trust. So, yeah, just... Let's say you... Uh,
0: we've established that for for these guys, I can just do it. For you, you have to ask for it. Yeah, But you know what
1: I can do, but got, you have to ask me. Yeah, I was going to say, but then from, you, you also
2: a, turned me tiny without. So how does that fit <laughs> into Yeah, but that's practice? just, you know, that's... That's banter.
0: <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have turned you back if people had actually attacked. I'd, let's Why say I've done it before. Just,
2: just, just. Consent doesn't care if it's a prank.
0: It was funny at the time, but how how are we dealing with that going
2: forward? blah, blah, blah.
3: getting very problematic. Would it be better if touch meant touch range? So yeah, I that. It's not physical touch. It's you, 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 you are close to be, enough to poke me in the face.
2: Someone's. You don't necessarily have to go squishy, squishy.
3: Uh, if we're okay with that, because a I, lot of my spells are touch. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. I mean, it's touch range. It's
0: just, it's more than like, are you happy with the effect of like having it done to you, kind of thing?
3: Being made faster and stronger. Being faster and stronger and more able to jump around.
1: I don't know,
2: that's difficult, because you have already... It's, it's established that you turn me tiny when I piss you off, and that's... No, that, that's, that'll be the first time that happened, as it were. So, you no, know, the... we already said, oh, that was the third time this month. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, you're either a dickhead who ignores my boundaries, or it doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> and it's already happened, so... Okay. So, we can, we can work it in. End of the battle, you turn to him and just go, next time you do that, I take a hand. Doesn't happen yeah. again. Cool. Sorry. Is everybody happy with that? Mm.
3: Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's serious.
1: Kicking my
2: chair!
1: And we're back in the room. And Oh, no, I'm not, trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm somewhere. I'm in
0: And now it's nothing but dick enlargement oil and... Sex AIDS. That
2: is really cool. I've seen the stage act of Puppetry of the Penis, and I've got to say, it was the funniest hour and a half now, see, I've spent. Go- um, yeah, I um, fucking uh, share, share it with the room. <laughs> see, everyone loves peni. She's all beaver. Nice. Why is she pooping a frog? Is that not how you poop? Am I doing it wrong?
0: She could be pooping on a frog. So you can don't have you king frog shape a bra.
1: that's <laughs>
2: where I keep my frogs it's convenient seriously okay.
1: really <laughs> it's down for that that's the irony biddy yes <laughs> means a bit like iron
0: some people are
1: remarkably dry back there <laughs> oh no oh <laughs> gritty if you're dry and gritty you're cough? doing it Does wrong They cough as they poop <laughs> they don't fart <laughs> I thought they just croak Never say I'm not a good friend!
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who can get need in the cock the most? Me. I imagine that's Don't feel probably a thing. right.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I wasn't trying to lick it.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Son <Solo> Radio!
0: <laughs> Ow? <laughs> that hurt me on the inside, Dave.
2: The best thing about that is he'll forget and then he'll come to Boy. edit like, FUCKERS! <laughs> <laughs>